0: Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Bling Tea Talk Show. Today is
1: Sunday, May the 30th, 2021.
0: We are going live with criminal justice reform advocate and community leader Joseph King all the way on the East Coast, or Midwest, should I say, in Saginaw, Michigan. Oh. I'm so excited to have this conversation with him on this critically important topic. The topic, again, is criminal justice reform. How are you, Mr. King? How are you?
2: I'm well, Mr. Jones. How are you?
0: My name is Miss Perdue. I'm good. <laughs> you keep telling me that. I forget that. Hey, I
2: apologize.
0: Yeah, everyone <laughs> forgets. Everyone forgets. As you know, the name of my performing arts company is Cara Jones Unlimited LLC. My name caption here does say Cara Jones, but my name is Miss Purdue. Like
1: <laughs> so
0: thank you. How's the weather out there today?
2: The weather's actually good. Um I'm a little tired. I worked third shift last night, and I haven't been sleep. Oh, mercy. You know, yeah, I helped uh, help the family with the barbecue. You know, I had to get the fire started.
0: Okay. Okay, yeah. well, we appreciate, you know, your selflessness, and I pray that when this um, interview is over, you can get some much-needed rest and relaxation.
2: All praises do.
0: Okay, yes. okay. So, you know, I had an interesting conversation with you. And we've been kind of um, going back and forth on some email communications about this topic. And, you know, I like people to know how it is that I meet my guests. And you and I both know that we met via Facebook, the Facebook platform. And at the time, we were both living in central Alabama outside, or you, in the capital city of Montgomery, Alabama, and me, not too far outside of it. And that's how we met. But I don't know, aside from the people who are part of the different groups that you have established, which are very communicative and informative, by the way, kudos to you, like enough is enough, how many people um, on Facebook, off Facebook, you know, in your um, general life out there in Saginaw, um, as well as those who might view this interview or listen to it, right? Know how you became interested, first of all, in criminal justice reform, and then how you, why you decided to become involved, why you're so passionate about this. Do you mind sharing that with us?
2: No, I don't mind. Um, well, actually, quite a few people know about my history. You know, um, I came back here to Saginaw from Montgomery in 2015.
1: Okay.
2: And so um, at that time, as I told, we talked yesterday and I told you I was on disability and everything, trying to get my life back right.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: so I was introduced to uh, the Ezekiel Project. Ah. Okay. So yeah, the Ezekiel Project, which is a, uh, an affiliate of Gemalia, which is a national organization, faith-based community that um, advocates and fights for social justice. So through there, um, I became uh, interacting with the community and they learned my story. You know, I hosted uh, a couple of community events. I've uh, advocated with and, and partnered with different organizations. So that's, you know, yeah, how they got to know me. Okay. So yeah.
0: So in particular. Yeah. What has your involvement been with the prison population or those well, who come out of prison?
2: Okay, first, as I told yesterday, I believe that, um, and I embrace wholeheartedly the concept of uh, Just Leadership USA, that the people closest to the problem are the best, in the best position to come up with the solution. Oh, and I'm trying to talk. You know I ain't got my mask on, so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why you have to go
2: there? You know we ain't going there today. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay, okay. Oh, but, uh, <laughs>
2: but, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the people closest to the problem are in the best position to come up with the solutions. Me, I um, uh, have firsthand experience of being in the criminal justice system. Um, okay. I spent a, a total of 23 years in, in the criminal justice system and so um from I learned I didn't do the 23 years straight out I had three uh separate uh cases and so um it that a total of 23 years and um so it was during my last um bit which I've been out now I got out in 2005 um, um it was doing that bit right there that my life was transformed, and I knew that. And um, I was in the county jail. I was in the county jail in uh, Charlotte County, Michigan, um, for uh, facing life in prison for uh, bank robbery. Okay. And, um, you know, and and I always, you know, I've been the kind of guy that I've never been the kind of guy to go to jail and like, oh Lord, help me, you know. When I get out, I ain't gonna do this no more. But as I told yesterday, I never got uh, straight. Away from the teachers that my grandmother instilled in me, you know, and and so I would pray, and in that cell I prayed. I, I found myself praying and reflecting on my life, and um, I don't want to, you know, go through all that. I'm gonna cut through all of that, but uh, it was in that cell that I took full responsibility for all the choices that I had made that brought me to that point where I was facing life. I didn't blame it on racism. I didn't blame it on. Any I didn't blame it on the fact that I was bullied. I didn't blame it on the fact that I was sexually abused as a child, none of that. You know, it's just I took full responsibility for my actions. And um my life transformed. You know, and from there, uh, I remember going to sentencing and, and, and the prosecutor was like, you know, this man, he he's he's a minister to society, you know, his record showed that. Your Honor, we just want to just put him away, close the book on him. But God had another plan. And, and but he, God had another plan, you know. And so uh, as the judge asked me, you know, uh, did I have anything to say? And I spoke. And he said, well, Mr. King, you know, unfortunately, I'm bound by the law, con- constrained by the law. But I hope that you will continue to do what you say that you're going to do when you're in there and, and, and help the young ones. Uh, younger people coming behind so that's what I did you know and I came out you know I got out in 2005 and and I came out with boots on the ground running you know I had my (laughs) for real you know I was running uh, boots on the ground running I got a job I'm talking about like within um, about a week week I was out I had a job it wasn't a job I wanted but I had my own paycheck so from there you know, from there I went and, and I, I got another job. So I'm working two jobs in the food industry, as I told you. Mm-hmm. And um, so the second job ended up being a job that really um, became a life support system because I, I worked for Bob Evans and I became a certified um, um, trainer, you know, and a prep trainer. And I would train new employees and, 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 and whatnot. Uh, and I did that for like six years, six and a half years, you know, up until... Um, what, no, yeah, six years, because in 2010, that's when I had to serve. Okay. But, but yeah, I mean, I could go on. Uh, am I answering or am I straying from it? Do you want me to continue?
0: Well, you're, oh. what you're answering, you know, um, sharing is, it has answered the question. And okay. I, I want to thank you for your transparency, because, you know, a lot of times it's not so easy to talk about the mistakes that we make, right? Or where we have erred in some way. We wanna shed the light on all of our achievements and our accomplishments. But what I would like to do publicly is to commend you, sir, on your um, ability and your determination to turn your life around, you know? And as I, you know, reflect, on what you've said, and you know, because we talked about this, I did a little research of my own, and I just wanted to share some information. Mm -hmm. I was curious, as many people often are, as what are some of the factors that are attributed or can lead to criminal behavior? What are some of the social factors? And what I found through... Um, research, evidence based research provided by psychology.iresearch.net is that this, quote unquote, there is a vast criminological literature that identifies a wide range of environmental factors as casually linked to criminal behavior. Hmm. These include developmental, social, and economic factors. For example, poverty is often cited as a socioeconomic condition linked to crime, end quote. I wanted to share that and preface my next question to you. Based upon your personal experience. You you shared that you had three different criminal cases and therefore you were in prison three different times for different crimes, right? Mm
1: -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so
0: during those stays um, in prison, you probably interacted with different people as well as now that you are working outside of prison, helping ex-prisoners, ex-felons you know felons all of that per your conversation and engagements with them what are some of the societal factors that they have shared with you that they feel contributed to them you know becoming incarcerated or what is it
1: that you ascertain now that's a good question um let me say,
2: let me. I, I can, I can, I can say that um, from the people that I interact with, I interacted with. Okay, it has been um, a number of different factors. Environmental factors play an important role in shaping how we um, respond to crisis, mm-hmm. and we learn that at home. You know, uh, that is our first um, teacher right there, and so. Um, a, lot of, a lot of the fellas that I talked to, you know, it, it, it's just they were socialized in a way to respond to conflict that was not consistent with the law, you know, if you understand what I'm saying. So, um, I know Can you, you be doing,
0: a uh, little more specific on that point? Like, w- okay. how are they socialized in such a way as not to um, comply with law?
2: Okay, so, so, so what I mean by that is like a child, say, say for instance we got an infant coming up in a home where um, their exposure to conflict resolution is always um, violent or uh, it's aggressive. You know, aggressive. Um, then uh, aggressive. Then, 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 then that child is going to be aggressive in resolving his or her conflict down the line, you know? And and, and that's what I mean.
0: You know, that's interesting that you would say that because I often wonder, you know, they say that we are a product of our environments. Right. And I know that's not the case with each and every one of us, but our experiences play a big part into how we um, develop As human beings how we are socialized and the socialization experiences that we have helped to form us as from childhood all the way through adolescence to adulthood right Mm -hmm. right so I often wonder if our experiences negative you, you use the word trauma so I'm gonna go there with trauma
1: Okay.
0: I've experienced a lot of trauma. Okay. A lot of suffering and pain has been inflicted upon me. And even now still as an adult, as we speak. But I did not choose to become like the people
1: who inflicted pain on me. It was not that
0: I did not feel some kind of way mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about the things that had been done, but because of my Christian faith and beliefs and how I try to walk up right and treat people the way that I wanted to be treated because my parents instilled the golden rule in me from a small child, you know, and I, I share it with my clients and patients now. But, you know, for others, there are many others who were, quote unquote, victimized in some way by a predator um, or of a predatory nature, right? Mm-hmm. And they, in fact, became the same type of people as those who victimized
1: them? Right.
0: Have you seen that? Have you heard that? Uh, Did you hear that inside those cells, those walls?
2: Absolutely, criminals? absolutely, absolutely. And and what you what you said, um, can I feel can be summed up in, in hurting people hurt people. You know,
1: absolutely. Uh,
2: right, hurting people hurt people. So, um, however, now. And, you know, yesterday we talked about victim. Uh, do, did I You asked me, did I feel that I was a victim of circumstance? Yeah. And I think that we all are victim of circumstances. However, you know, it's up to us whether we choose to allow those uh, circumstances or that victimization to handicap us. There
1: you and, go.
2: And, you know, to handicap us. And, and for me, I did a long time. Because and because um, one of the things unaddressed trauma can do a number of things,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and one of those things is it can cause the individual to hate self.
1: Yeah,
2: self hatred. And yeah. see, and, and you can ask the average person that you co- that you meet, do you love it? do you, do you love yourself? They right. say absolutely, absolutely, I love myself. But if you sit back and you watch what that person does. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. Right, right. You know, what that person does. Watch them. You right. You'll be able to tell.
0: You, you know, know what I say, point, Joseph? Hey, talk is cheap. There it
2: is. You know, there it is. And, and But I had to learn that, though. He was talking about, you
1: know, self-hatred. And how, excuse me, in so many
0: instances, you'll ask a person, Do you love yourself? Right. And the automatic response will be, Of course, absolutely. But absolutely. what he shared was if you take the time and intentionally observe the same persons you ask that question, their behaviors will tell you. Something to the contrary—that's what you were saying, right?
1: That they don't really
0: love themselves. How is it? What behaviors do they demonstrate, Joseph, that have helped you to realize that they don't really love themselves? What did they do? How did they act?
2: So, so they—I can speak for me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because you know, um, um, you would ask me, you know, thirty years ago. Man, you love yourself? Absolutely, I love myself. You know what I mean? <laughs> I protect myself. You know this, that, and the third. But what if I loved myself? I wouldn't put have put myself in situations where, like I was explaining to you yesterday, a person uh, ended up losing their life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, it, 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 I would take, I would have taken care of bills better. You know, I wouldn't have been broke, you know, trying to ball on a buzzer budget, thinking I'm doing things. You know? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes, yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, but and we do crazy things like that, but we don't realize that it's crazy.
1: Sometimes we don't I
0: think it. people do realize it's crazy, but for whatever reason, whatever they are trying to do or want to do is more. Um, appealing to them, or are more important to them than the consequences.
2: Right, you get you getting that gratification, that dopamine, the immediate is off. gratification. Yeah. Often, right? Right, right. So, and 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 then it's, it's it's interesting we say that because the same effect that you get from getting high, you get from accomplishing a goal or gratification.
1: Right.
2: You know what I mean? From on on, on that on adrenaline. That right, that adrenaline level. And so, yeah, but uh, me, I would, I would uh, go back to the same circle. And I used to tell the young brothers when I was locked up, I said, "Man, you could be whatever you want to be in here."
0: Right. You,
2: you know, in you can there. Be okay,
0: wait a minute. Let's stop. Huh? Why do you say they can be whatever they want to be in there? In there means in prison. Right. Why do you say that?
2: Because ain't nothing to challenge your game.
0: What do you mean by that? To the person on the street, the average person who don't understand that lingo, breaking down in Laban's terms, please, please.
2: Okay, okay. So what I'm saying, you, you, you got, um, um, for example, mm. a lot of a lot of individuals, when they go to prison, they become religious.
1: Right. Okay. Muslims too, so, a lot of them. Muslims.
2: Right, and right. It, it 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 doesn't matter the denomination, Christian, Muslim, you know, right. Islam. You religious. Know, um, religious. Right, religious. Religious. Okay. <laughs> religious. okay. So um and they do it well. I know. You know, I mean, you do it well, but because you haven't had the same challenges on your character in there.
0: What do you mean by that?
2: What do you mean by that? Man, you, not, you don't have them forces that was pulling at you to made, that made you make the decision that landed you in there, pulling at you like that. You know, you have a place to stay. You have some food. You have, you know, you ain't got no bills. <laughs> so out here, You ain't got no bills. Hey, the only... I'm, I'm serious though. And and man, you could be whatever you want to be in there. You can have your plan all together. You think you got as soon as you come out and you find that society is resisting you, that access to housing, that access to health care, that access to employment is a is a tremendous struggle.
1: What but are going to
0: do? But Joseph, uh-huh. Joseph, there's a yeah. whole nother population of people, okay, according to police that says there are traits, at least six traits, uh-huh. that point to people and why they might commit crimes.
1: Okay. Like antisocial values or criminal thinking. Okay. Or having criminal peers, Mm -hmm.
0: people who have committed crimes and they influence you negatively to do the same. Mm
1: -hmm. Three. People who have antisocial personalities. Mm -hmm. Like
0: as early as age 15, it says running away, skipping Mm -hmm. school, Mm fighting, possessing Mm -hmm. weapons, lying, Mm -hmm. stealing, Mm -hmm. and hurting either animals or property.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Four, coming from a dysfunctional family lack of family support emotionally and otherwise
1: Mm
0: -hmm. low self-control number five
1: Mm
0: -hmm. the inability to control one's temper and being impulsive Mm -hmm. and here's a big one that I see almost every day in my current career as a clinical mental health counselor and licensed chemical dependency counselor substance abuse the use of drugs or alcohol that significantly affects one's ability to engage in a
1: successful and productive lifestyle right as you were saying so um (laughs)
0: <laughs> I had to put it out there you know how we do okay.
1: we All gotta right. put
0: it out there you know personal okay. experience is wonderful and it really helps us to see the real picture but right. it's important to share evidence based research, facts, statistics right
1: Absolutely. Because
0: people have taken the time to study this, professionals have taken the time to study uh uh-huh.
2: And and those criminal
0: behavior
2: and all, huh? Uh, criminal behavior, and you know, in my mind, there, what, what, though it, <laughs> they don't criminalize our survival. Say it again. Criminalize our survival.
0: Who is our?
2: I'm talking about black people.
0: Why? So how?
2: No, 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 I. That's gonna go down a whole nother path, and I really—I yeah, shouldn't say that.
0: I need you to clarify it in a nutshell, then, because we okay. ain't got but thirty minutes.
2: Okay. So, so I'm trying to I'm trying to remember the guy's name. His name start with an M. That did the report. Uh, the mon, the 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 mon, the Monahan, the Monahan report. Okay. You. Uh, Let okay. Let
0: me look it up. I'll look it up. Okay. Keep talking. I, I got I'm,
2: I'm thinking. I'm thinking. This the Mon- It's Monahan report. That report right there. It 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 painted black people as the cause of everything that was going on in our community. It did, and their policies were shaped around that.
0: The Moynihan
2: report. The Moyni- that's right. The Moynihan <laughs> report. That's what I'm talking about. Right, it right.
0: said that the overwhelming number of offenses committed by Negroes are directed toward other Negroes. Let me see here. Let me give a better description.
2: Yeah, you have to get out in there.
0: He became a, president, um, a professor at Harvard, top advisor to President Nixon, and Man. a four-term U.S. Sen- senator representing New York. Interesting.
2: So... And- so 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 when we talk about systemic injustices and things like that when you coming up what, what you ran down was a list of criminogenic factors uh-huh that they use to incorporate they, they create assessments yes okay. and, <laughs> and, and, come on and, wait and, it. come on and, and, and those those factors or are, are, are considered they are considered what is called uh um Ones that can be changed. I can't, the clinical word lose me right now. But they, there are factors that can be changed and there are factors that cannot be changed. Right. Okay. And matter of fact, hold on one second. I think I, I might have it right here. I might have it right here. Uh, it's
0: okay if you don't. We understand yeah, what you're saying.
2: Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those assessments right there, to me, is part of the reason why we see recidivism rates so high among us.
0: Come on here. Now you're going where I want to go next because, you know, you said just a moment ago that a lot of people who end up in prison, they become religious. Right. Now I want to ask you this question before I move on. Why do you think that is?
1: Well,
2: I think all of us in some sense um, are crying out for help. And when it comes to speaking about the black family, the black, our culture is really, you know, we, we place high emphasis, high value on spiritual concept, Mm -hmm. you know, family relationship. And so it's just a natural. It's a, just a natural thing that comes from within us, you know. If, if if I can say that, when you use the Bible, people talk about the Bible, the seed sown and all of that, on good ground and all of that. Mm-hmm. You know, people. Yeah, we received it, man. It sounds good to me right now because I can't. I can't. Move. And maybe that is my problem. Maybe that is my problem. Matter of fact, saying that. I was just talking to my, uh, one of my partners the other day. And we was on the yard before he, we, he came home. when um, He came home a year before me. And he was getting ready to come home. And I'm like, man, I'm like, bro, don't go out there, man. And, and, and I don't want to see you back up in here. He said, man, I'm going out there and sell me some dough.
1: Before he Real. even left the prison.
0: Right.
2: He said, I, I, "I'm telling you, bro. I'm going out there and sell me some dope. I don't What's know nothing." What's the
0: mentality? What's the mentality for okay.
2: that? Okay. You have number one. Survival. What is survival. Survival. <laughs> survival. When well, you got, if you if you don't have if you lack education, you lack skills, you lack connections, but you hungry. You ain't got nowhere to sleep, and you okay.
1: cold. What you going to do? But, Joseph? Yeah. I understand that there are many
0: programs in prison where prisoners can take advantage of an education. I heard of people getting a Ph.D. in prison. They are learning skills, okay, so that for trades and vocations, so that when they come out, they have the skill set to apply for and get jobs. So (laughs) that says to me that the system, the prison system, does provide training and educational opportunities for inmates. At the same time, we both know that counseling is supposedly available as well. Right. So why is it? Or I mean, I know you can't answer for him, but uh, when you say that to me—that the man said before he can get out, and he knew he was getting out in a year—that he was going out to sell mo probably the same habitual behavior that got him incarcerated. What's up with that?
2: What What's up was that? The, the man is a realist. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
0: Just like you, he a
2: realist. <laughs> he a realist. Me. I mean, you know. I mean, I. It, it's not. It, it, Okay, let's look at this. Let's 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 put off our pull off our judgment, judgmental mask.
1: Right.
2: You know what I mean? Pull off our judgmental mask and look at what he's up against with five children coming out who love him and he was taken care
1: of before. Selling drugs? Selling drugs? He was taking care of his family. Selling drugs. He was taking
2: care of his family. But
0: how was he supporting his family is what I'm asking?
2: Yeah. He was, yeah, he, what? He was, into, he was into the life. He, was, he, he did the drug game. The the, the, the 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 game. Okay, What's the life? What's the life? The drug gang. The
0: drugs. I know. I just you want them to say? know. Hey, but you know what I'm talking about. But you All know right. what, Joseph? Hey. Remember, yes, you and I are talking, but it's going to be people who watch this. People who right. hear this on the, the radio station, they may not know what the term, the life, means. So we want right. to make it clear. See, right. there's there's a right. lingo that you may be privy to that others aren't, right. so we have to educate.
2: I'm with you, I got you.
0: Oh, that's all I'm saying. I know what I you're talking you. about, though, I do.
2: Okay, I got you, I got you. And so you right.
0: So and, what, uh, what you're saying is, He was going to take care of his family by
2: any means necessary. By any means
1: necessary. Okay.
2: But people, 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 people who don't, man, there's so many people out there who done took care of themselves by so many means necessary, by any means necessary, (laughs) they just ain't got caught.
1: Right. But but that that
2: doesn't
0: make it right. Does, that does doesn't, doesn't make, make it, it right. Does not okay, make it, it societally acceptable. No. But does it mean that it's law-abiding
1: behavior?
2: No. No. But, but it's so truth. It's real. It's true. It's true. So now what is what is our what is our responsibility? What do we do? Okay, what do we do? Who All is right? we? I'm talking about those like myself in the system. Coming out, right? You spoke about the programs. I want to touch on that for a minute, though, right? So I was going. To, I'm, I'm. I'm going to community college, right? When I got back here, you know, some things happened. With, you know, my divorce happened, and I, and all this. But um, you
0: had a few setbacks,
2: right? So I'm. I'm going to. i in class one day, and so my professor asked me. He say, Joe. He say. He say, What do you think about um um. Uh, College classes being offered in the prison system. Okay, my immediate response he was, "What is Delta going to do to follow up?" What is
0: who? What is Delta?
2: Okay, Delta College is who I was going to, which okay. is an excellent community college. That hey, I gotcha. mean, this you know, yeah. And my professor, he he was he a good guy. You know, he was like, man, he he say, "What do you think about that?" I said, well, what number one? What is Delta going to do to follow up once the guys or the people incarcerated get this degree? Mm-hmm. Because number one, a lot of the degrees that that the colleges are offering the prisoners inside that you know are locked out in when you get into the economy. What do you mean? Well, so okay, for example, they um, business management. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, okay. Business management is more than just a notion, right? You know, you can have that piece of paper and say this, paper. that, right? <laughs> paper, paper. <laughs> right? You what? know,
1: what is that right. background
0: check gonna do to you when you apply for that business management job? There you
2: go. There you go. So one, one of the things that I applaud the governor for here and the ACLU, Nation Outside, and a, a, a number of other organizations is that um, we are um, uh, certain felonies in the state of Michigan will ultimately be automatically expunged.
0: Which are what categories a are those? Is it certain crime, levels of right, crime? Right, it, it, right. When is that happening? Right. That's wonderful it, news. It, it, it,
2: OK, right now, it, it, it's actually happening right now, but the automatic part of that doesn't take place for a couple of years. So if, if, if an individual wanted to see if they qualify to have certain offenses uh, set aside, they, can, they, they have to go through the court system.
1: Okay. But
2: uh, the, the legal aid uh, services, uh, Eastern Legal Aid Services, they provide free service to help facilitate that.
0: What is that organization called?
2: The uh, um, Eastern Legal Aid Legal Aid Services. Eastern? Yeah, I think it's Legal Aid. Um, okay.
0: Y'all yeah. hear that? If you have yeah. commit, committed some criminal offenses and you right. are curious as to whether or not, and you are in the state of Michigan, I should say, and you're right. curious as to whether or not the crimes you've committed qualify for expungement, contact the who is it joseph eastern legal aid the,
2: the legal the legal aid services of eastern michigan right
0: the legal, yeah. let me write i'm gonna put that in the chat
2: so, matter of fact I, I i will i will share that link with you and you know yeah
0: legal services legal aid services of eastern michigan right it's in the chat so it will post um on the YouTube after this discussion so anyone who wants to tap into that resource can do so and check it out. Yeah. Thank you for sharing and that. That's, that's a big thing. Like you said. That's a big thing. The so, people, they're getting they get degrees. they, get they get getting certifications.
2: Degree. Okay, so and then another thing that uh, has happened is that the, the, the legislature has has sort of, they've been discussing licensing. Because uh, if you wanted to be a barber, you could not get a barber license.
0: Nope. Not a felon.
2: You know what I'm saying? You can't be a
0: realtor. You can't be a teacher. You get a whole lot of canes with them licenses. I know. You're right about that. And
2: and so Michigan is is moving. You know, there's some positive things happening, but we need more people who have been impacted by the system, either directly or indirectly, to get
1: involved. So how can they get
0: involved? What are ways that you know people can get involved to advocate for these changes to that would provide um, ex-prisoners more opportunity which would in turn help to possibly reduce recidivism or re-entry rates how can people get involved
2: okay so they can they can go on the internet There, there are several organizations in 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 uh michigan uh that are led by uh formerly incarcerated men and women uh nation outside is one um safe and just michigan
0: Go slower. Uh, I'm, I'm putting them in the chat. In the state of Michigan, if you are interested in um, advocating,
2: yeah. If you just fit and get involved, you want to know more, just go to those websites, man, and you can get involved. You know. And so we, what was we, the we, first
0: we, one called? Nation what?
2: Nation outside.
0: And what was the second one?
2: Safe and just Michigan.
0: Safe and just Michigan. Michigan okay Right.
2: then you have the ACLU okay they, uh, I'll they, just list
0: those two for now
2: okay yeah
0: that's good that's good you know because you know we can sit up here and talk all day about this right but we need people boosted. need information we can have a conversation, but my one of my goals with this conversation with you in particular, because this is such a serious issue, um, is I wanted to hopefully share information and resources. So we are doing that. And like I said, it will be posted on the Car Jones Unlimited YouTube channel per this episode.
1: Man,
2: awesome. awesome. No, you're late, awesome.
0: Man. Thank you for sharing.
2: Hey, the information that you sent me, for example, you told me to go to the HUD, you know, the HUD, the HUD site. I went there, man, and, and immediately I ran into some information that's going to help move this project that I'm working on forward, which is creating a men's transitional housing program in the city of Sacramento. You know, we only have one our shelter program that actually helps men regardless of their background regardless of their background and the way the system is set up, uh, the uh, Michigan prisoner reentry uh, initiative of offender success is that a lot of guys 95 percent of the people in, Mich- in the Michigan prison system get out of prison they're coming home. many of them the individuals that's getting out they're coming home they lack stable housing. So if you come out and you get through and you go through offender success you you got 90 days. To find a stable place to stay, a place to stay in 90 days, you are going to these shelters, and the shelter is not an environment conducive to, you know, a brother staying out of anybody staying out of prison, you know. So I mean, and, and we want to, we want to do something about that, you know. And and there, there's a number of different programs in this city for women, you know. And, and, and oddly enough, I was going over some, I'm switching a little bit, but. It's okay. Um, yeah, women are, make up the highest percentage of prisoners getting out that are homeless.
1: I wonder why that is.
2: That's a good question.
0: You know, because I would like to think that The average person that goes to prison, they had a family before they went in. But the question would be whether or not that family was supportive before they went in. Was whether that family was supportive while they were in prison, and are they willing to be supportive when they come out? Right.
2: That's right. And then now, now you now you talking about me? Hmm. My case, my family relationship was strained.
0: You said
2: that your you know, family relationship was strained. Yeah, my family relationship was strained. You know, and 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 as I told, uh, I, I mentioned yesterday when we were talking. You know, a lot of my actions were led by unaddressed traumas in my life, and trying mm-hmm. to make sure that what happened to me didn't happen no more.
1: Right.
2: You know what I mean. So, and when I found out the way to keep my milk money in my pocket instead <laughs> of the bully giving me, you know, hey, hey, all I, I want to drink milk at school too. Right, <laughs> right,
0: right. leave me talking.
2: alone. Right, leave me alone, you know what I mean? And, and you know what,
0: if I yeah. might interject real quick, yeah. what Joseph is talking about is bullying. He is talking about what many of us experience as children in the schools. He went through it somewhere between elementary and middle school. I went yeah. through bullying in middle school, and then as an adult. And what Man. he's
1: saying is, now you correct me if I'm wrong, being bullied as a child, and being
0: wanting to know how to protect himself and preserve what was his instead of, you know, being victimized and preyed upon. By those who would take from him, led him to actually committing behaviors
1: that yes. were maladaptive.
2: Yes, it made me pick up that pistol. I told you yesterday,
1: huh? It's okay.
2: Yeah,
1: what I did mean, you say? It made you defensive.
2: It, yeah. I mean, I I think I was like I think I was like fifteen, you know. And I told yesterday I said I come. I was born down south, mm-hmm. and you know I got whoopers for fighting and stuff. Well, you don't fight. <laughs> that's not the Lord's will, you know. Right. This in, the south,
0: in the south, <laughs> in the south, in the south, in the south. But and that's the thing. Go, In different uh, geographical um, regions, the culture and the socialization processes are different. But you do in the south, you don't necessarily do it that way in the north. What's acceptable no. in the north is not necessarily acceptable in the south or the west.
2: Correct. Correct. And we and, and 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 I had and it took a whole lot of pain for me to learn how to
0: adapt. Right. <laughs> oh, you know what? But, but, it's a big adjustment. I I It's a big it was, it wasn't a culture shock for me when I moved from the West Coast, Northern California to the South in 2010, it wasn't a culture shock. Not the living, I mean, you know, I was just having my interview yesterday with um, hip hop funk music orders, yeah. artist, Garrett Scheider and Garrett was born in Georgia, right? But he, his family moved to the East Coast, right? And what he was saying to me is the same thing we're talking about right now. Right. You, but, you know, a lot of people want to move and we see that exodus still happening due to high real estate, you know, prices and stuff like that. Having the American dream of owning a home. People want to move from the North and the West and the East to the South because it is more affordable to either rent or purchase property, right? Right. You might make less because the cost of living is less. Therefore, you, your, your compensation may not be as much for the same category, classification, and titles of jobs and positions, right? But right. it doesn't take as much money to live there.
1: Well, but, hey,
2: in Montgomery, you got to have some money. <laughs>
0: Well, Montgomery, from my experience, coming from the West Coast, it didn't take right. half as much. You oh, can, yeah. make, okay. you can yeah. make half as much money and live well in Montgomery, Alabama, from okay. California or anywhere. Okay. okay? Right. But the culture is the thing. The okay. culture. You just said a key word. You said I had to adapt. Adapt. Oh, yeah. It's going to be some adaptation. Yeah. 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 It's gonna be some acclimation because they're gonna acclimate you in their own way, whether you like it or not.
2: Or not. And 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 the unfortunate reality is that when we we, we just, you know we respond and we trying to protect um, ourselves, we end up violating the law and we end up in prison.
0: Some people do, not everybody. Some people
1: do, but you know they get fed more up.
0: More. I understand yeah. people getting fed up being bullied, but you know. I'm going to just say this as a counselor, clinical mental right. health counselor. If you or someone you know
1: is experiencing bullying, mental, emotional, physical, cyberbullying, even on the internet, on
0: the world wide right. web, right. you need to report it. You can contact your local law enforcement agency and report it, but you have to be willing to expose the people that are doing this to you. And if you have evidence of what they're doing, whether it was text messages, phone calls, emails, pictures, videos, be ready to share it.
2: See, now here's, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm
1: done. I don't
2: want to. I'm done. No. It, it, it's unfortunate, See, and and now we talk. We going into a whole nother dynamic where there's no you snitching, think? no telling. You, you know what I mean? So I mean, okay, it's easy. It's and 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 it's easy for somebody who never, who have not been in that environment, to come up and say this. All right, right. but but those those who really understand the difference, you know the difference. I what, I what I used to tell young brothers in there is this, man. That lady that you live next door to, who minded her own business, no business. leave
1: her alone.
2: You know, leave, You know, and she don't like that loud. You know, all that bumpity bump bump bump. Man, what you hey say? Me. That bumpity bump. bump that bump, loud bump.
0: music. That nice right, lady, right. leave. Come on with it. Come on with it. Right. So I mean, but if she called, she
2: not no rat, though. She's not a rat. You know what I mean? A rat? Well, I ain't going there. I ain't going there. Don't going there. Know,
0: That's the a, That's, right. a that, That's a rabbit hole. That's a rabbit. Right.
2: Right. Right. That's a rabbit. I ain't going there. But, 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 but what you're
0: saying is, if your neighbor, if you are playing loud um, music. And creating a noise disturbance so to speak for your neighbor and your neighbor calls to you know file a complaint don't consider the, you know that neighbor a rat because what are they I doing know. they're protecting their own peace and they have a right to do that
2: they peace, they peace man they're peace they, you know they peace hey and, and i often whenever i do get an opportunity to talk about criminal justice though i have to give a shout out to tukey williams man you know, Tuki was the man. You know what I mean? And what, what we see, what, what we up against when we elevate to this level where our thinking and our passion can impact, you know what I mean, consciousness, man, we up against some, some real drama, man. You know, and, and we talking about we had people around the world didn't want that man to die, did not want him to die. They would beam him in the classrooms to talk to children. Hey, nominated for a
1: Nobel Nobel Peace Prize. You know what I mean? So,
2: shout out to all of my homies, uh, Ronald Simpson Bay, you know, Hakeem, John L. Allen Bay, you know, y'all out there doing the thing, man. These brothers were locked up behind the walls. Now they leading organization.
0: So what you're saying... And I want our viewers and listeners to be clear and understand what you were saying. Yes, prison is not a life sentence for everybody. And it, does, it doesn't mean it's the end of the world. You can turn your life around after prison.
2: Absolutely.
0: But you said another thing as we're on our way out of here, because we reaching that hour mark, Joseph, That's how deep this conversation was. Time to (laughs) go on by, right? Right. It is important and it is needed. Help is needed in advocating in criminal justice reform. And when we use the words, the terms criminal justice reform, what we're talking about is programs within the prison that can help prepare prisoners for re-entry into society linked to people and organizations and programs outside the prison
1: that are
0: ready and able to help them with starting with their fundamental needs of life. Shelter, lights, heat, Water, as in utilities, food, transportation, communication, employment assistance, counseling for re-entering society, because some people may have been in jail or prison so long to where the world is, they knew it when they went in, because, you know, it's changing every day on us, and we out here, right? It may be a whole nother way of living, thinking, and existing.
2: When you, it's funny you say that. When I got locked up on my last bit, when I got out, you know they didn't have where you go through the the uh the the right line, right? Of, yeah, and talk. They talk to you. The machine talk to you. Oh. Was, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean like the
0: vending machines
2: and stuff? Yeah, uh, the self paid when you go to like Walmart. You know, oh you yeah, the, the grocery stores and yeah.
1: stuff. <laughs> Man, hey, was was I was like, like what's, what's up with this? what's up with
2: that? You know, and my niece had to show me how to use
1: it. But you know what, Joseph? That's
0: technology. Those are the technological advances. It's just like you, you in Michigan, the motor city, you know, Detroit. Think about it. Think about the machines that replace people. They probably do it in Alabama at the Hyundai. They got machines, robotics, right? Absolutely. And do a lot of the work that people used to do. And yes. All of these technological advances in different industries are happening. Advances are happening, and prisoners are not necessarily privy to all of these updates.
2: But we can, but, but I'm gonna tell you something, you make a valid point, and we gotta get in there, man. We can't, we can't expect to come out and get uh, employment that's gonna help sustain us, and we ain't preparing ourselves to roll with the tide.
0: Accountability. Come on. Accountability. I
2: got so one of the one of the most important things that happened to me when I turned my life when my life was transformed. The first thing I had to do. Repent.
1: Higher power.
2: Higher power. And then I had to redefine what success meant for me based upon the choices that I had made in my life. In my life. You know what I mean? That's good. So that was right, and, and 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 I think a lot of times, you know, success, the images of success, you know, don't match up. You know, so but it don't mean I can't have that, but I got to be willing to grind for
0: it. I got to you know be what? willing to win. Yeah, it's called having goals.
2: Having goals. Having you goals. have
0: to start somewhere, and maybe what you the dreams that you have for yourself, that you want to make reality, you want to realize those dreams, you may not be able to just go from A to Z, but you have to create a plan. You have to have a plan. And if you don't know how to create that plan yourself, counseling services and career employment assistance programs, the government has them. You can go to most of these, um, what do you call them, Um, employment career centers, and they have people, they're trained to help you with that. Now, whether or not they want to, you can ask for that help, okay? You can go to counselors like me, those of us who are trained in career counseling, we can help you. It's all about rethinking, cognitive restructuring, Reframing your thoughts and your mind and how you see things, and you have to learn how to take bite sizes instead of biting off chunks to make life more manageable. Yes, see the big picture, have the big goals, big dreams, but be able to understand that wrong one built in a day. So there is a process.
2: I had to learn that. I had to learn that, for real. Because, and, and it come with a price, man. But um, the short goals. Because everybody would say, man, you're a big Short thing.
0: goals, there you go.
2: But, but you got to do small steps. There you go. And so that's what I'm doing right now. Take you know,
0: steps. Be willing right. to take steps and don't just right. try to leap.
2: And be comfortable. For that with immediate
0: them. gratification. You can't have everything right now. Some things you no. gotta work towards,
2: right? Right, and we gotta, have, you know, you gotta, and have faith. One of my yes, mentors. Yes,
0: that's good. Um, you gotta believe that it's possible.
2: When I was in Alabama, you know, I mean, I had, I had, I was uh, through Facebook. I met Dr. Ford, and and Dr. Ford and 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 her 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 uh, her partner, Dr. Gil Whitey, created the Black Scholar Identity Institute at Vanderbilt. And their primary focus was on um, increasing the self-efficacy or the belief that you can achieve academically. And I'm talking about we got to believe that even though, man, we done made mistakes in our life,
0: That's right. look here.
2: I, we can empower ourselves. You
0: can turn you know, around.
2: And, and, I'm, and, and I'm a living witness, man, that when you start to do that, people, would you know, and you transparent and real, the people that you think you couldn't then don't want to talk to you want to talk, to, talk you. to you
1: right
2: they want to help you you know so i mean just i appreciate you for example yourself you know what i mean i appreciate
1: providing
2: you this, joseph yeah. hey so providing this platform you know Absolutely. what i mean You right, told me to this. do this and i did it i'm obedient
0: being obedient because i know this is important and i have watched you through your group you know i used to go and see every post but my wife got a little hectic when i went back to school to get a second master's right but i saw those posts i read all those articles and watched those videos that you shared about this important subject matter and i told you we want to talk about this one day so i'm happy that we were able to get you know, together today, virtually, in a pandemic. We still in the covid pandemic. But, you know, praise God for virtual platforms where you can be in Michigan and I can be here in Texas and we can share um, information and resources on this important topic of criminal justice reform. I wanna thank everyone who has viewed. I saw people popping in and out um, on the YouTube. Thank you so much. And Joseph, for um going forward before we close out please tell our viewers and listeners how they can follow you support you and keep in touch with you what are your social media platforms handles and all that
2: okay so I want first of all I thank Almighty God for this opportunity I thank you as well uh, Ms. miss Purdue um I I thank everybody that that, that listen in. Um, so if you guys want to follow me, man, you got suggestions or just suggest, check out what I'm doing. You can, you can go to, um, uh, um, um, enough is enough on Facebook. You can, you can check me out at King.Joseph, uh, uh, at 53 on, on Instagram and just send me a friend request. I'm open. I'm open.
0: That's good.
2: And, and, and pretty soon, pretty soon. We're gonna have inside our transitional housing in the social media.
0: You're gonna have what? We're
2: go, we, we gonna we we're are going to have inside our transitional housing yeah. out there. And and and
0: you, you are know, going that. to be able to provide transitional housing through your nonprofit organization.
2: That's right. That's it's right.
0: Coming. I believe. I believe I believe
2: too. I believe.
0: Okay. It. All believe right. It. Well, I thank you for um, accepting my invitation because I did thank invite you. For to be on my new Bling Tea Talk show and we are signing out at 503 Central Standard Time from Houston, Texas. Salute. Salute.
1: Salute. <laughs> be well, my friend. Be well. Yes, Bye-bye. ma'am. Bye-bye.